Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Absolute failure. From the moment the 911 call came in, the absolute moment it came in, for the next several weeks, everything that was done in Uvalde was a failure. And you said several weeks. Yeah, several weeks. And we'll get into it. But yesterday, the report came out about Robb Elementary. And and I will tell you what an absolute... First of all, it's not a shocker. But for the rest of us, I mean, we knew the failure of the day. Of, the, uh, of what took place, the massacre, the horror, the sadistic SOB. We knew all of that. How bad they failed is one thing. But then you find out how everything else they did just piled on top of that failure of that day. From the way they secured the scene, to the way they handled the medical, to, it, it, to the way they informed the families. It was a failure from top to bottom. And the report, well, it was damning. We're taking this review at the request of the then mayor to assess the law enforcement response to the shooting to provide guidance moving forward. The department's review concluded that a series of major failures, failures in leadership, in tactics, in communications, in training, and in preparedness, were made by law enforcement lawyers and others responding to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary. A.G. Garland yesterday speaking about it. Speaking about what a disaster it was, the failure again from the nine one one call, from the nine one one call, it started there to the point where they didn't even say it was an active shooter; it was a barricade situation. Are you blanking, kidding me? As a result, thirty three students and three of their teachers, many of whom have been shot, were trapped in a room with an active shooter for over an hour as law enforcement officials remained outside. And I told the families gathered last night what I hope is clear among the hundreds of pages and thousands of details in this report. Their loved ones deserve better. The law enforcement response at Robb Elementary School on May 24, 2022, and in the hours and days after, was a failure that should not have happened. Yeah. A failure that should not have happened. The only people that got a, you did good, was Bortak. And that is the people that finally put this thing to an end. And who are those? That's SWAT team, essentially, for the Border Patrol. So they were the ones who came and, and, and put an end to this madness. A failure that happened in front of us. A failure that you look back and you think it, it the Keystone cops could not have gotten it more wrong. From the moment the 911 call came in, it was a disaster. In terms of the acting Uvalde Police Department chief, uh, he was apparently in the best position, according to DOJ, to immediately uh, take control of the scene, be the on-scene commander. He failed to do so. Didn't even have use of his radios throughout the process. Uh, A number of his men um, 
upon uh, arriving at the scene, tried to go down the hall. He chose not to, according to the report. That's our Adondo. Now, so what's that mean? Well, he thought it was a barricade situation. So it's a barricade. It's like a hostage situation. So we're not going to rush him. It's a hostage situation. So think about this for a second. Active shooter. People have already been shot. Starts with the 911 call. This cat head up his ass. Oh, it's an act. It's not. A, it's not an active shooter. It's just. It's a barricade situation. We don't do that. So you've got all these different departments there. Nobody wants to be in charge, and nobody wants to do the right thing. It was an abject failure. It was so chaotic. Police vehicles were blocking emergency vehicles from even getting to the scene. It was so chaotic that arriving police personnel had no situational awareness. Many of them thought that the shooter was dead. Some of them thought that they were in active negotiations. And the strategy initially was to look for keys as a way to get into the room as opposed to confronting the shooter, which has been the standard operating procedure since Columbine. Yeah. Look, the, the, the police are always going to be behind the time because an active shooter may only actively shoot for a few minutes. So from the time you get the call to the time you arrive, it may have already happened. So, you 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 know, th- this isn't the minority report. Remember that? Where they could see like a minute before that you would commit the crime and then they would get there before you committed the crime and stop you. This isn't that case. There is no time travel. There's no magic. You're already behind it. These ding-dongs show up. These failures show up. And we can't find the keys. Well, then, why do anything? Right? You can't find the keys. I don't have any radios. That was one of them. Chief doesn't have any radios. None of the radios work. We're at an elementary school. Okay? You you, you can't find the radios. There's somebody in there with a high-powered rifle. And you're like, well, we can't find keys. We don't have any radios. We think he's going to negotiate. And he's like, well... Eh, let's not let's not go in. And then they start blaming each other afterwards. Uh, my on-air partner for my local show, he said to me, he goes, you remember what I used to say? And I'm like, no, what did you say about this? He goes, just when you think it couldn't get worse, it does. And this is failure. They blocked the emergency vehicles so they couldn't get in. The injured were being brought out kind of in the hall the injured were put on school buses where the EMS and, and stuff, they didn't even know where they were. I mean, it was such a failure. We can't find the keys. Well, he's, he's outwitted us. He's too smart. He's locked the door. That's that was what you're going to do. He's locked the door. So you just give up. Sweet mother of God. What a disaster. What an absolute disaster. And these people, 
the fact that one of them's running again for sheriff. One didn't resign. Some did. I mean, it is... When I went through and the reports long, I mean, like any of these reports, I mean, it's two years in the making. It, the way they told the families. Because they didn't have anybody trained. Okay, so that's going to be a tough job. I don't care. I don't care if you're trained or not. Telling a family member, a mother, a father, a grandparent, that their child is dead is going to be tough. Some of them didn't want the gig. Okay. When they knew that some child was dead, they didn't want to say anything. So they said, oh, you need to go to that parking lot because your child's alive as a way to push them off. Other ones just walked up going, your kid's dead. It Failure. 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 And one of the, the, the things that came out of it is one of the, the sheriffs or whatever constable had information about the shooter and didn't share it with anybody. You've got another one who says, well, what did you want me to do? I have had no leadership training, and I've had no active shooter training. So I don't know what you want me to do. <sighs> what a disaster. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Did you guys know that, that, that Trump was sick? If you go to the Drudge Report, and I think it'll still be up, there's a story that talks about Trump having hand cuts. They don't look like cuts to me. They look like sores. I've asked a number of MDs what medical condition manifests itself through hand sores, and the answer is immediate and unanimous. Secondary syphilis. I think there's a good chance this man has the clap. Which is, by the way, gonorrhea is the clap. (laughs) What a pivot. Uvalde to that. The insanity of where we are in politics today is, I shouldn't be surprised, but it is so reality TV. It is so hair on fire. It is so insane. And it's so sad. It is. He's got the clap. Well, he's got syphilis. Well, that's not the clap. Because, you know, and now you've got people like blowing up the hand and like, is that, is that, do you, you, Oh, my God. I don't know how we... I don't know why we've gotten here. But we're here, so... I don't think he has syphilis. But that's the new one. What if he did have syphilis? Do do you think... Do you think he... Do you think a, a, a man of his stature who... And I will say this. If you go and look at the rise of STDs, it is in the older grouping of people why is that because the little blue pill changed everything so that being said for a moment humor me you mean to tell me if he quote unquote had syphilis a man who has access to doctors 24 7 he doesn't fix it doesn't go and get it treated just gonna let it run its course okay he doesn't golf 17 hours a day that's what he said. It, you know, it's golf. It's a, it could have been a red pen, but syphilis. Man, that feels like quite a stretch there. But hey, if you if you dislike him that much, might as well throw anything out. 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. A lot of stuff to get to today. Is Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, is he already on borrowed time? Is he Kevin McCarthy 2.0? Could that happen? Talk a little bit about immigration. And I, and I bring immigration up and the asylum because of what's going on in Italy, potentially what's going to happen in the UK. It's very interesting. So we sit here and fight over this, what Italy and the UK are doing about their asylum cases and their people coming there and trying to get into the country illegally and then trying to use their asylum process against them. Wait to hear what they're doing. We'll talk a bit about that. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. I love Rough Greens. I don't take it. And it's not a take. It's, a, it's something you sprinkle on top of your dog's food. But I benefit from it because it keeps my dogs healthy. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all of this incredible stuff. And it is really power-packed into an amazing supplement. First and foremost, let's be real, like anything, the taste. The dogs love the taste. Green is healthy. Brown is not. Most dog food, it's got some stuff in there that might be okay, but it's trapped in there because it's meant to be on a shelf for a long time. With Rough Greens, it's going to release all that goodness and add more to it. It's going to help with their joints. It's going to help with their digestive tract, their teeth, their gums, their skin, their fur. Try a bag for free today. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. It's that simple. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Get a bag for free today. Cover the cost of shipping or call 888-90-MY-DOG for Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Everything was slower back in the old days because they didn't have enough to do. So they had to slow things down to fill the time. I don't know if you read history, but back then people would wake up and go, oh, God, it's the old times. Oh, shit, I got to wear all those layers. There's no Zyrtec or nothing. Okay, we got we to gotta think of some weird, slow activities to fill the day. And they did. Have you ever seen, like, old film from the past <laughs> of people just, like, waving at a ship? Like... I called you now to do that. Hey, what are you doing Monday at 10 a.m.? All right, there's a Norwegian cruise line leaving from Martinique. Here's my plan. You and me get very dressed up, including hats, and then we wave handkerchiefs at it till it disappears over the horizon. No, I don't know anyone on the ship. <laughs> John Mulaney there. He's our Friday funny. He's great. If you have a chance to go see him, 
super honest about his addictions, the times he went to rehab. He uses it to stand up quite, quite a lot, but he is brilliant, great writer as well. Speaking of air travel and or travel, maybe it'd be better if you got on a ship because in the air, across the country, eh, maybe. The biggest problems are in Seattle, Chicago, and Portland, Oregon, dealing with snow and ice. Portland has had days of freezing rain. Alaska, United, and Southwest Airlines are in turn dealing with the most canceled flights. Add to it, Alaska and United have to contend with their Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes being grounded. They're the only two U.S. airlines that fly the MAX 9, and already hundreds of flights are pre-canceled for Friday. That is, and, and it's the domino effect in travel. If you are thinking, okay, I, I, I'm, I've got to get a connector, and you're going to go from, say, Portland, San Diego to Texas. Well, the Portland flight doesn't take off, so you're not going to, you're not getting to Texas that day because it's, it's missing some. But here's the other thing. The 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 flight that that plane was supposed to take, those people in San Diego are waiting for, they're not getting on a magical plane either. So it's that domino effect. And the people from Texas that were going to use that plane to fly somewhere else, your plane isn't showing up either. So it's it's a nightmare out there. And across the – yesterday I was talking to, to Phil. I go, what do you know? He's like, I'm getting ready to go home and salt the driveway. Yeah, ugly. Places like Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey will see about three inches, up to three inches of snow. It's certainly enough to make it very slippery outside. Just since we've been standing on this bridge, the city skyline virtually disappearing. It's starting to get very slippery where we're standing. Philadelphia on pace to more than double the amount of snow it has gotten so far this season. A snow emergency alert in effect here since 7 a.m. this morning. It's going to be a treacherous morning commute for millions. It is. It is. It's going to be ugly out there. You know, from Nashville to Philly to everywhere in between, it's going to be cold. It's it's it is so cold here. I might only wear flip flops today because it's going to be 74. That's why I live here. 323-538-2423. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Are we going to have another shutdown? What's the immigration situation look like? We're going to talk a bit about that. Also, Scott Peterson. You guys remember the case long ago. Killed his wife Lacey and their unborn child. Or did he? Talk about that as well. It is the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Independent thoughts, independent life. 
This is Chad Benson. Immigration at the forefront of a lot that's going to happen in this next election. Mayorkas uh, is right now. They're hearing a lot of stuff. That guy should be impeached. He should resign. And I've said it over and over again. Do I blame 100% of this on Mayorkas? I don't. I say his his role in this is about 10%. He's awful at his job. Or he's good at his job. Because his job is to what? Carry out the bidding of the guy up top, which is Biden and this administration. And he's part of that. But as as bad as he is... The fact is, he doesn't set the agenda. That is the president. And this president said, hey, everything's cool. Let everybody in. It's all good. It's, we're, we're good with that. We're good. This is what we want. Let's get as many people in before the Republicans finally make sure that we, they shut this thing down. Like for Maybe we'll have a bunch of voters for us in the future that will love us. Uh, whatever, whatever. You know, it makes Wall Street happy because we got cheap labor. We can go on and on about, you know, why this takes place. But, you know, they're putting the the screws to him for a reason. Because somebody's got to answer for this. And Mayorkas knew this was going to be a tough job. He knew eventually he probably was going to face, you know, the the possibility of him being ousted. Uh, He knows how bad it really is at the border. But you're doing the bidding for the guy. The guy who's setting the agenda. And in setting that agenda, you also know that uh, you're going to come out of this being a punching bag, but you're going to come out on the other side with a chip in the game and the opportunity to go make a ton of money in the private world. My newly 20-year-old daughter. The hearing featured tearful testimony from the mother of a Maryland woman who died allegedly at the hands of a known gang member from El Salvador. Josephine Dunn of Arizona spoke of her daughter who died from a fentanyl overdose. Our country deserves a secure border. But the panel also heard from Princeton law professor Deborah Perlstein, who said that if Alejandro Mayorkas were ousted, his replacement might not enforce immigration laws any differently. The action under consideration here, impeachment, isn't a tool of policy change. She's spot on. You never know what the guy behind the guy or the gal behind the guy or the guy behind the gal might be like. You never know. It's like we always want. It's like, well, you know, one day if Putin was gone, everything would be great. You don't know that. You don't know what the next guy's like. Next guy could be a hundred times worse. Better the devil you do in many cases. But the devil you do in this situation doesn't matter who it is. You could be the absolute hardline person that the Republicans want. I think that most Americans want, that I want. When it comes to immigration enforcement, using our asylum, you could be that. And guess what? The marching orders could be, don't do it. Okay. Well, I've been told not to. So even though I want to, I've been told I can't. Even though I want to, I've been told there's no way. Because this guy upstairs is the guy that is setting the agenda. And also part of that agenda is the fact that we have a broken system, a system that is broke, broke, broke. And we all know how broke it is. One of the things that's going on is the negotiation on a budget. And part of that budget happens to be Ukraine. You know, Ukraine. 
What are we going to do to get Ukraine money? What are we going to do Israel money? What are we going to do to make sure the fat cats and the lobbyists and uh, the people in that, that their world of the military industrial complex gets the stuff that they need? Well, part of that is holding feet to the fire. That Hey, we're going to fix this border issue. Let's worry about our border. And then we can maybe help some other people. But if you're not going to, I don't know what else you're expecting from the Republicans. I told the president, I looked right across the table from him, and I said, Mr. President, you have the authority right now to end this catastrophe. It's your actions that created it. In fact, Mr. President, I told him in the meeting today, we've documented 64 instances of you taking executive actions in your agencies that created this catastrophe. Mr. President, it's on you to unwind it. We don't need new laws. You could do it right now. I've cited him, read him the legal authority on the phone on Thursday of last week that he could take. And you know what he said in the meeting, Laura? He said, we're ready to do big things on the border. Well, hallelujah, Mr. President. President Biden, do your job. Fix the catastrophe that you've created. It's an unspeakable humanitarian catastrophe. Yeah. Now, I'm not one of these people that that, that, that thinks, oh, we shouldn't help Ukraine. I'm not one of these. I, I get a lot of that from people out there, right, that what do I care about Ukraine? What do I care about? It's not what do you care about Ukraine or not. It's what do you care about if asshat decides he wants to jump in a NATO country and all the talk, oh, he would never do that. He wouldn't? Come on. Would you have tea with him after you've insulted him or joked about him? Probably not. So I'm not one of those people. You've got a great opportunity here. Now, you can't be insane, which is, I think, what some people want is like, well, let's deport every single person here. Let's lock up every single doorway. Let's make sure that we clamp down on everything. Let's not even build a wall. Let's build a dome. I I mean, settle down. Settle down. It's got to be real. It's got to be something that is actually functional and achievable. And it's there. Now, we're you know, if you're a Republican, right? You're going to have to give a little. I know we're going to have to give a little. I understand that there's going to be have to some give. That's the world that I live in. It's the world that you live in. There's going to have to be some give. That being said, if you're given, you're also taking something. And you've got a chance to fix this nightmare. And if you think we're the only ones going through it, listen to this. I want you guys to listen to this. This is what's going on currently in Europe and the battle going on there. Right now. What you've got is a situation where Albania may be getting about 40,000 migrants from Italy deported there so they can await their asylum. And what's happened is they went to Albania and said, look, we're going to send you 40,000 people because we don't want them. And maybe they have some asylum case. We don't know. But we can't afford this anymore. We can't be in this situation Many of them have come through you to get to us. And that, so, and they said, look, here's the deal. You take them back, we'll support you to get into the EU. And Albania said, oh, okay. Okay, interesting. So Albania's courts are listening to this right now because there's that weird give and take. But they want to deport people who have asylum cases but have chosen to get to Italy rather than stay in a place that they've gotten to that was the first safe harbor. England, the UK, the Brits, they're thinking about doing the same thing. Supporting people to where? Rwanda. While their asylum claims are processed. 
We've got a chance here to do something real. But no matter what gets passed, understand this. The agenda will be set from the top. So even if tomorrow something gets passed where they decide, okay, we're going to send money to, to, to you know, uh, and, and, and I'm here to tell you guys this, the people out there who, who want 100% of what they want and zero give, it doesn't work that way. Because I already know that, you know, the Speaker of the House Johnson, you know, they're already talking about getting rid of him because they want the full border with no give. And also when the White House is asking for something, they want to make sure that they give nothing to them when it comes to Ukraine or Israel or whatever. That That's not reality. And that goes back to the thing we've talked about in the past. It's all about being a celebrity. How many likes did I get? Did I get a like? Oh, that's awesome. Does does everybody think I'm cool? Oh, fantastic. Does my echo chamber love me some more? Fantastic. You know, do I represent 70,000 people, yet I've got 4 million followers on on the Insta and the Twitter and the Facebook and the TikTok? Fantastic. Let's make sure we make those people happy. No, there's going to be a give and take. But even if you pass all these things, as Mike Johnson pointed out there, Speaker of the House, enforcement is the most important thing. And the agenda that needs to be set comes from the top. And this administration, it ain't done a good job at any of that stuff. Not a damn thing they have done has worked out right when it comes to the border. Nope. Zero zilch nada. Scott Peterson, as we change subject here. If you guys don't know who he was, he was a guy from uh, Modesto, California, Stockton area. Good looking cat. 90s, beautiful wife, Lacey, pregnant. They seemed to have everything going for him. He was a real dick, let's be honest. Right? But was he a killer? So his wife went missing. She eventually turned up San Francisco in the harbor. She was dead, unborn, child dead. He was convicted of her murder. Did he do it? Now, this captivated. This is another one of those things on the heels of OJ kind of the, you know, it's the pretty girl syndrome. She was beautiful. There was a whole thing. He had a bunch of affairs with other women, you know, and he had that wry smile. He was a good-looking cat. And he was convicted in the media. You know, they made him, you know, women swooned on him, you know, but everybody kind of turned on him because, oh, you know, she was beautiful the whole nine yards. It was was the perfect made-for-television moment. And he was convicted, and I think I was one of those people I thought, he totally did it. A dude went fishing on, you know, I don't fish, but then he went fishing, and then she turns up in the harbor. But not so fast. The L.A. Innocence Project may be doing something. Prosecutors in California are evaluating the stunning development in the murder case of Scott Peterson. He's the man convicted of killing his wife, Lacey, and their unborn son on Christmas Eve 2002. Their bodies were found months later in San Francisco Bay. The Innocence Project, known for helping overturn convictions, is now taking up the case, writing, evidence has been discovered that points to Mr. Peterson's innocence and points to the actual perpetrators of the crimes against Lacey and Connor Peterson. Peterson has maintained his innocence all along. Yeah, he has. And so they've gotten involved. And some people are saying, ah, it's 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 much to do about nothing. 
Others are saying, uh, you know, he's absolutely 100% guilty. We heard from one of the jurors, and that juror saying he is guilty. Hmm. Police have stood by saying he is guilty. Prosecutors have said that as well. He was tried and convicted. The whole world was watching it at that time. It was one of those kinds of trials, and he was found guilty by that jury. And he's tried several times in the, the California courts to either get a new trial or get released from prison. Every time the courts have said no, this is a new attempt, but to have the Innocence Project of L.A., that name behind it, that brings a lot of weight, and, and they're saying they want to see the evidence. Yeah. And apparently there's DNA evidence that ties somebody else to the murder and it exonerates him. And they didn't have this kind of information back in the day. And I don't think what helped him is he was good looking. Right. I don't think that helped him because he had affairs and some of the stuff. I mean, he was, oh, the 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 lies he told, the, 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 the elaborateness of stuff. And and one juror said, you know what? He deserves another trial. And I look if you're a juror on some and you've sentenced him because he was sentenced to death and his appeals have failed because you get a, so many appeals and in California you're probably going to die of 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 you know of old age before you ever get the actual the chair or whatever they give you nowadays uh it went to the Supreme Court and they said you know what it's in California it said uh, the way that the information was uh, was sent to the jurors was kind of wrong, so we're gonna we're we're gonna throw out the death. You're just gonna get life in prison without parole, kind of thing. And now that this popped up, and if you're a juror, of course, you, the last thing you want to think is, oh man, I, I sent some dude to death who didn't do it. But you only have so much information, and for the LA Innocence Project to take it up, they take up very few cases. I mean, very few cases. For them to do this is is a big deal, and it 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 was it this this was one of those. If you go back and remember, this kind of was another one of those televised primetime super double dateline, like you were doing a two hour special, and for him to get another trial potentially, that is crazy. And if he was innocent, and and here's the thing, the difference between innocent. And didn't commit the crime is, is you know, as some people point out, he may not have committed it, but did he have a hand in it, if that makes sense. But they think strongly enough about this to take it up. That's, what, what is the police going to say? You know, the police believe it, of course. Oh, yeah, looking back on it, no, no, we don't think he did it. We just needed somebody. And he was the guy. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. You miss the show, grab the podcast. Raycons, best earbuds around. Love my Raycons. Wear them all the time. Amazing. Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life. Right now, you get your Raycons. You start well under 100 bucks, and you're going to save an extra 15. Here's the other great thing about Raycons. The sound mode is incredible. The ease to use to switch between isolation mode, right, where you really want to focus, this awareness mode, where you want to hear a little bit more going on in your surroundings. It's just so easy. One touch, so you can pick up your calls and stuff, and the sound quality, the no budging, because once you put them in your ears, they're not going anywhere. No stems, no wires. Get your Raycons now. Save an extra 15%. Start off 2024 the right way. Getting yourself healthier, getting out there, being more active, and enjoying the best sound around with Raycons. The Everyday Earbuds right now. Save an extra 15%. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. The whole time I was in rehab, it was very locked down for COVID, so we never got to leave the building. But I've heard at some rehabs, they take you on field trips. Like the one I was at, I guess in better times, you got to go to a farm and meet a horse. They do it a lot. It's called equine therapy. That sounds really nice, but how bad do you feel for that horse? It's born being like, one day I'm going to win the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) And its whole life is just junkies being like, okay. (laughs) All right. Petting your strong leg gives me confidence. (laughs) If I can lift your hoof, it means I'm ready to have my own apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. John Melody right there. Friday Funnies. You have a chance to see him live. He is great. Absolutely hilarious. And uh, he talks, again, a lot about his battles with drugs, uh, you know, and his life. It is just, he is, he is brilliant. If you have a chance to go see him. Speaking of seeing stuff. You're on the International Space Station and something goes wrong on Earth. Wait a minute, what the hell is going on down there? That's where the film ISS starts. It's in theaters this weekend starring Ariana DeBose. Also new, Ava DuVernay's Origin. I want to be... In the story. The critically acclaimed film takes a look at how race and class have shaped America. Neither movie expected to top the box office, though. Look for a Mean Girls repeat at number one. Oh, Mean Girls repeat at number one. What are movies I'll never see? Mean Girls. I didn't see the first one. You didn't? No, I didn't. I don't expect to see this one. First of all, you you lost me at It's a Musical. Speaking of music. Strike a pose. Michael Fellows and Jonathan Hayden say they were all ready for Madonna to strike a pose at 8.30 p.m. on December 13th for her concert in Brooklyn. But she didn't take the stage until sometime after 10.45. And by the time the show let out at 1 a.m., there was limited public transportation and ride sharing. And they had to get up early for work and family obligations. So they're suing Madonna, Live Nation, and the concert venue for unconscionable, unfair, and or deceptive trade practices for saying the concert would start at 8.30 when all three knew it would be hours later. The men are asking for unspecified damages. Madonna. Oh, my Lord. Suing Madonna for being late. Well, she is older. Chad, that's not very nice. It was honest, but not very nice. If you're missing the show, grab the podcast. Always text us as well, 323-538-2423. It is the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChompaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson is tuesday the end for desantis the end for nikki haley is it the end of any opposition to donald trump 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 Trump, Trump. i think he wins by double digits i think uh outside it's like gonna be one of those things where game's over at halftime but you got to play the other two quarters. I said that the other day, uh, and just kind of go through the motions, and that will happen. I think Nikki Haley and Ron uh, will survive for a bit longer because they need to raise money. Because understand that that debt that they have in their in their packs and all that money they've been giving, they, they they've got to make sure that everything's covered so it doesn't become a personal debt. So they'll go. I mean, Nikki always had a plan. South South Carolina, that's her home. She's, she's 20 points behind. She's 20 points behind. She's a pretty popular governor. She's 20 points behind to Trump. And her biggest donor said, hey, uh, let's see what happens on Tuesday. If you don't win, then we're going to have a rethink. If you don't win, then I think the money's going bye-bye, which means that she'll make it to South Carolina and she'll bow out uh, that night and probably throw her, you know, her power of whatever she has left behind the Donald. And, of course, Donald has done what Donald does. He's insulted her. He's, you know, it's business. He's done. He, he's doing what he has to do to win, saying what he has to say to win. And what's funny is the way that they're like, God, he's so mean to people. He's so evil. He's so bad. And then the Democrats come out and just talk about what an evil human being is. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You would have a United States of America that would be unrecognizable to us. That would be one that we'd see more uh, in Putin's Russia as opposed to the United States that we've come to all know and love. And this is really what this is about. This question is about whether or not our democracy will endure, whether or not our democracy um, will survive. They have put the interests of one man, Trump, and the views that they have uh, that support that one man above everything else. Above everything else. More, uh, you know, they're more, you'd see this more in Putin's Russia. Yeah, totally. That's a holder there, former AG holder, huh? Huh? Speaking of that, somebody texted in and said, 
Republicans are Putin's puppets. Republicans voted against funding more border security. They did not. That's a lie. Washington Post has called that a lie. Never even got to a situation where their vote. It was the beginning of a negotiation that was a non-starter. Never, ever, ever happened. And I don't care how much money you give the border and the agents there. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. If you give them a trillion dollars until you enforce the laws... Until you fix the asylum process, none of it means anything. None of it does. Doesn't mean a thing. Trump's evil. I just want to remind it. So this is Putin's America. You know, they are happy with or comfortable with. Hear the word they are. You know, they are. Those people. You know, they are happy with or comfortable with the notion of autocracy, um, of dictatorship, as opposed to um, democracy. And people say, wait a minute, now Holder's overstating the case. That is not, this is not an overstatement. You have to take them at their word and look at what it is they are proposing and the impact of the policies that they are, they would try to put in place. Uh, American democracy um, could end with the election of, of Donald Trump. Nobody ever pushes back. Explain to me how that ends. Explain to me how the democracy, how a republic falls apart, how everything goes to hell in a handbag. I would love to hear, explain that to me. So what you're telling me is this one man comes in who's already been president. So he and by the way, he lost the election. I've said that until you show me proof, actual proof, not theories, none of that stuff until you can show me the proof. He lost the election. He's not the president. So he lost the election. So. He is going to what now if he wins the next election? Explain that to me. Explain how that's it. We'll never vote again. That we'll be enslaved and we will become a dictatorship. Tell me how that happens. Explain that to me. That he goes in and what? Throws out everybody in the court. The military says, well, that guy told us to basically do anything he wants us to do. And that includes shooting people that don't do what he wants him to do. Explain that to me. Here's more. Jason Johnson on hmm, MSNBC. We understand that democracy is at stake. We understand that Trump is in absolute danger to this country. We understand that Joe Biden is more competent. Trump's a danger to America. Everybody knows that. No, no. You guys know how I feel about Trump. Like a lot of his policies. As a human being, you know, uh, I'm not a big fan. I think he makes more of a headache for himself than he needs to. Uh, you know, we've gone over that a thousand times. That being said, another one of those, he's a danger to America and everybody knows it. Okay, explain to me why he's a danger to America. Explain to me. Why he's a danger to America. Explain to me how this is a situation where the day. Well, Chad, you're just so stupid. You don't understand. Let me explain. No, I'd love for you to explain it. Explain to me how tomorrow, if you if he got in as president, that you no longer exist as a free American, that the Constitution is completely tossed aside, which gets tossed aside by both parties, depending on who's in power. Explain to me, though, how everything that we have today, the freedoms, the freedoms, all these kind of things are gone. Oh, wait. I bet you I don't hear any of that. Because it's just easier to scream hair on fire than anything else. And nobody ever pushes back when somebody says, well, you know, if uh, 
Trump gets in, we'll never vote again. Because he's going to take us to wars. I know. Did you see how many wars he got us into last time? Oh, wait. There was none. What do you mean there was none? No, there wasn't any wars. There wasn't any wars. Yeah, but it was Trump's doing that all this stuff happened before. No, no, come on. Come on. So Trump created Hamas, right? Now that he's out, he, he gave Putin the wink and told him, you can do it now, really? Because some of you probably think that. Some of you probably do. That's the blue and on side of stuff. I said that yesterday, blue and on. I got a text message from somebody who 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 wanted to 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 hammer me for blue and on. So you got Q and on, then you got blue and on. What is blue and on? Blue and on's the exact opposite. Somebody says you ignore all the stuff from the Republicans, Chad. No, I don't. Look, the Republicans fall on their face all the time. The party which you love, the beliefs and ideas which you love, get corrupted by people who are in it for themselves, get corrupted by people who are more interested in being celebrities, get corrupted. And that goes for both parties. The ideals of which they were formed to become these two parties, it's, it, that ain't it anymore. It isn't. But yeah, there's a blue and on out there. This Trump derangement syndrome is real. And I'll, uh, uh, you know, I'll await all of your text messages on how tomorrow, if you became president, that you would cease to exist as a free American and how everything would be taken away. And every time none of that stuff happens, this is where that blue and on comes in. It's the same way with with Republicans or people who believe everything was stolen or whatever. Every time something doesn't go the way that you thought it was or was proven to be not true, you come up with another way that it could have been. You don't realize, well, maybe this isn't real. Oh, maybe. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Inflation Nation will also be a big deal. As we all know, yesterday Biden came out and said wages are up. They are. But inflation's still up. And people are feeling it. People are absolutely feeling the Inflation Nation. Things I had to give up because I can no longer afford them. Getting my hair dyed, literally at all. Highlights, forget about it. Getting my nails done, if you can't tell. Buying things for my friends. I used to be the kind of friend that would like, I don't know, just buy small things. Like, I'll buy that for you, you know? (laughs) Forget that. I can't even do that for myself now. I used to be a Starbucks every day or like every other day type of person. Now I go like once every three weeks and it's a treat. Going to Target for fun, like as an activity. Like I used to just be like, let's go to Target and like buy something cute, like buy a little pack of earrings. Nope. I do not go in there unless I have a mission and I make a list. I'm in and out. Oh, why? Why? I mean, isn't life great? Isn't it grand? Isn't it amazing? No, it's frustrating. Yeah, wages are up. But you know what else is up? Inflation. And while inflation is cooling, it's the rate of the inflation that is cooling. So if you have a 5% raise, but inflation is still up, you know, let's just say from the last year, you've got a 5% raise and then another 5% raise. Let's just say you were blessed to get that. So you're up 10%. Over the last, say, 12, 18 months. But inflation was 12 and now it's six. So you're up 10. But real inflation's 18. You've taken a 8% pay cut. Girl dates, like where you would go shopping and then like go to Starbucks and like get something to eat. Like now, like me and my friends are like going out and we're like, so like we're going to McDonald's, Chick-fil-A. 
and I can't even do that now because the salads are like $10. Driving around for fun, like I don't know if anybody, like that was a hobby for anyone, it was for me, especially in the fall. Like I drive around the mountains like just for fun. Can't do that anymore. Gas is too expensive. That's good though. She's getting an EV, right? Gas is too expensive. Gas is coming down. That's great. Fantastic. We need that. But that doesn't count as inflation, by the way. Remember, the, when they look at inflation and the rates of inflation, and this is this has been this way forever, uh, It is they throw out stuff that can have wild swings, as they say. So she's not thrilled. She can't even drive around anymore. Gas is too damn much. It's too expensive. And it's expensive. Go eat at a fast food restaurant. I, I'm, it's insane. I'll take the kids to McDonald's. I'm like, how did I spend $70 at McDonald's? How did I do that? It's crazy. What do you mean it's 18 bucks for a Big Mac meal? It's nuts. Nice makeup. I can't afford it. I used to be the kind of person that would like go to Sephora like twice a month or Ulta and like buy like a nice high quality makeup. I literally cannot tell you the last time I bought like quality makeup. Like shopping at TJ Maxx or Home Goods in general. Like it is fun shopping. Like you can't tell me you're going in specifically to find something at TJ Maxx and you ever actually find it. Like it's all just fun shopping, which is great. I can't do that. She can't. Life is more expensive. And while wages are up a little bit, so is inflation and the rate of inflation. And remember that we can look and say, you know, certain goods are not as high as they were a few years ago as far as the rates going up. But fuel is still more expensive. Life is still more expensive in the world of rent, in the world of utilities, in the world of which they take out of the inflation. When they look at the core inflation, those things you don't get to take a break from. And people feel that. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your ex. Somebody says uh, at Chad Benson with another desperate attempt to create some woke boogeyman with blue and on has to be the most ridiculous, laughable, false equivalency I've ever heard. The dude is literally signed on every lunacy GOP position, child labor. Who wants child labor? Who's allowing, by the way, hundreds of thousands of migrants to come here who kids are working nonstop. Child labor? Ridiculous. Cousin coitus and child brides. Who, who, who thinks that's good? Because some wacky person put something through that we should be like, oh, my God. Well, every Republican's like that. When you cast every Republican like that, that's an issue. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Might do it this hour. We got our buddy, speaking of the economy, Zach Abraham, chief investment officer from Bulwark, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by BetterHelp, Better H-E-L-P, which is great. If you need somebody to talk to, BetterHelp is there for you. BetterHelp is online therapy with a licensed therapist. You fill out a questionnaire, you're placed with a therapist, you do everything from the comfort of your home. Maybe you had great strides last year, but you feel like, hey, 2024, I got to keep that up. You want to bounce some ideas off somebody, you want to talk to somebody, BetterHelp is for you. Men, I'm telling you guys this right now, therapy, it's a good thing. Sit down and talk to somebody when you're struggling with some things. I know for men, it's a hard thing to do. I've done it in my past, and I will tell you, it's great. Whether you're struggling with something big or maybe you just need to talk to somebody about some ideas you're working through. Maybe it's a, a job change or opportunities. You can go to BetterHelp, and they will help you with it. Right now, I want you to do this. Go to BetterHelp. 
BetterHelp.com slash Benson. You're going to save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Benson. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you're listening to the chad benson show Within minutes of arriving inside the school, officials on scene transitioned from treating the scene as an active shooter situation to treating the shooter as a barricaded subject. This was the most significant failure. You think? Uvalde Rob report came out yesterday. So uh, Rob Elementary School shooting Uvalde. Horrific, as we all know, but it was made so much worse by the abject failure of the 911 call. Started there, and it just kept going. If you could have written a script of how to not do something, these SOBs would be, I mean, they would have won an Oscar. It was that bad. Listen to this. In terms of the acting Uvalde Police Department Chief. Uh, He was apparently in the best position, according to DOJ, to immediately uh, take control of the scene, be the on-scene commander. He failed to do so. Didn't even have use of his radios throughout the process. Uh, A number of his men, um, upon uh, arriving at the scene, tried to go down the hall. He chose not to, according to the report. His men tried to, chose not to. Thought it was an active shooter at first and said, no, it's a barricade. So we're just going to sit back and wait for the person to, uh, you know, uh, call us and and request something. And we could start a negotiation. His radios didn't even effing work. Failure. There were two other sheriffs and police. They failed as well. Across the board, failure like you could not believe including blocking the pathway for the emergency medical teams to arrive and to get in there. It was so bad. And it started with the 911 call. Good God, what a nightmare. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Coming up, buddy Zach Abraham is going to join the program. We're going to talk about 2024 What's at stake when it comes to the financial world? Where are we headed? We're going to talk to him about that and a lot of other stuff straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Step into the world of power 
loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year. And some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Corumbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. He is a friend of our show, has been with us for a while now. Love it, being able to sit down and talk economics, being able to talk investment. Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer over at Bulwark Capital, joins the program. All right, man, uh, next week you're going to break out a a preview of what you think is going to happen in 2024, a kind of look-forward thing. Give us a snapshot of what you're going to be looking uh, at. Well, you know, this probably will come to no surprise to everybody, but obviously – interest rates, trajectory of interest rates is going to make a big, big impact on the year. Right now, you have a pretty interesting setup as far as rates go uh, for a couple reasons. First of all, two, two, three months ago, I think we were telling you that um, the Fed had supplied way too much liquidity, even in the face of interest rate increases, and that they started talking, they start talking rate cuts, in our opinion, way too early. They took the foot off the bat, the neck of financial conditions. Financial conditions loosened dramatically. Rates pulled back. Stock market rallied. And we've come to a point where we really believe that the stock market and the economy are more linked than they have ever been, um, just because the, the, the economy has become so much more financialized. And so we thought those conditions would lead to uh, um you know, quote unquote, improving or or renewed growth um, in terms of economic signs in the first quarter of this year. We're seeing those so far. Um, It's only one reading, but I I think it's important to note that we're watching a jump in inflation for the first time, I want to say in seven or eight months right now. Um, Jobs numbers came in extraordinarily hot, not recessionary whatsoever. And And I think that that, I think that that's kind of the, the route we're in and, and now the market's in a real conundrum. So you have, you have, you, you, go ahead. What were you going to ask? I was going to say, did, did the job numbers surprise you, Zach? Y- yes and no. No, in the sense that, you know, I think we were telling you that I, I think the fed is out to lunch and, and I don't think that I, I don't, I, well, I don't think I, I think it's pretty well demonstrated. And I think there's a lot of evidence to point the fact that, they don't really understand what drives this market, more importantly, the economy. They really don't. And I, I think you are it's a very liquidity-driven market. And what we were saying is, if you start talking early, if you start talking soft too quick, because it, it, it's, it's, it's like they're just owned by the market, like they're just horrified 
to say anything that will make the stock market go down. And, and it, it's just, it defies logic, but there, you're at, you're approaching this point, And I think you're seeing it happen right now where if they keep playing nice with the stock market, they're going to reaccelerate inflation, right? If they reaccelerate yeah. inflation, they're going to have to hike even further, right? And they don't get it. And we were saying this, we were saying this a year ago, we were saying this a year and a half ago going, the Fed's going to screw around and they're going to put the paint themselves into a corner. And we, we thought they already had, but we were just like, you know, this looks like the final, the final thrust, if you will, but they're going to paint themselves into a corner where literally the, there is no soft landing option that you either hike and cause a recession, which will bring down inflation. It always does. Or you learn to stomach higher inflation. I mean, it really is that simple. And I think they're boxing themselves into a corner where they don't really have a choice. And you see it playing out in the market right now. When you look at rates, when you look at interest rate complexes and the bond market, the bond market is pricing 175 basis points of cuts this year. The Fed has said they're only going to do three cuts for 75, right? So, how does how does how does the how does the Fed rein that back in? They need to come out unequivocally and say we are not hiking seven times. We'll be lucky to get two or three, right? That's all they need to say. Now the reason they're not going to say it is because well maybe they will now because they're 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 in a pinch. But if they come out and say that, the market's going to get rocked, right? Rates will pop up on the back end. Market will get hit, and it's like they want to have their cake and eat it too. And you look at them and go, God. Quit worrying about asset prices for God's sake and just manage the bloody economy. We need a recession. Quit acting like it's so bad. If you listen to every one of their complaints, the Fed's complaints, you know what fixes every one of their complaints? A mild recession. Just, just and 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 what's scaring us, Chad, is that, that the longer they play this game, right? It's it's, it's something isn't going to roll their way, right? They got to pick one or the other. And the longer they delay that choice, the worse each choice gets. But rest assured, they will have to pick. This idea that they're going to feather, and I was explaining this on another interview earlier today, right? This idea of a soft landing. Okay, we know that monetary policy, when you change interest rates, it takes 12 to 16 months to filter through the economy, right? So so that's like driving, a, 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 it's like being the captain of a really big ship that when you start turning the wheel, you're not going to actually see the boat start turning for 12 to 14 months. Okay, if you think these guys that have the worst forecasting record, including weathermen on the face of the earth, are going to feather this thing down perfect when you're looking at 12 to 16 month transmission delays in their policy? Like, it, it, it defies logic, right? And this is why every single time one of two things happens. They either over-tighten or they over-loosen, right? And so... You know, I just think this whole thing is a mess. It's going to be the Fed continues to box themselves into a corner. And that's what concerns me, because the longer this goes on, the more and more we're looking at really the, right. The longer it, if they go, the if they let the recession happen and they realize that they got to let markets tank and do that kind of thing, then that is going to be worse and last longer than it otherwise would have. If they pick the other side of it and let inflation run a little hotter, that is going to be worse than it otherwise would have. So they, with each passing day, they're, they're boxing us into worse and worse outcomes. 
Talking to Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. All right, you, you know, you you talked about, oh my God, you know, people probably freaked out. What do you mean we need a recession? I understand. You know, it's one of those things where it's like a reset. That being said, right. the market, everybody freaks out. It's an it's it's a year. You don't want to be the guy running the ship uh, that has uh, the bumpy ride, especially as you're trying to go into shore, trying to land it. If you're if you're Biden. But what what do you think the market's going to do? What's going to be? Is it going to be some hot sectors? Is everything going to eventually slow down and pull back because people are going to go, oh my god, uh, where this stuff's too overvalued? Where do you feel like the investment smart money is going to go? Is it going to go to cash bonds? Um, you know, I, I uh, a year ago I would have said bonds, and I think that bonds are. I, I I just have this belief that if we go out two to three years, um, I think that a lot of investors, you know, you'll hear all these different stories. We'll see all this crazy action over the course of the next two to three years. Um, I, I think it is highly likely the vast majority of managers and the vast majority of portfolios will be looking back two to three years from now and going, you know, had I just loaded up on bonds and sat there for the last two to three years, I would have done better. Right. So, I actually think that if you look at the economic picture, I think it looks really clear. Uh, you know, if it, you know, for instance, if if this if this was twenty years ago, the Fed would have come out six months ago and just said, "Look, we're not going to be cutting interest rates anytime soon. We think the market can right." You had already had the recession thing, but this Fed is just married to Wall Street and married to the stock market. For, for some obvious reasons, and then for some other reasons that I don't really fully understand, I, maybe they understand the link between the stock market and the economy is stronger than it ever has been. I, I, I don't think so, just because they're so academic, they wouldn't think like that. But it, it, that's the hardest part about this, Chad, depicting which way the market goes this year. Is it, you know, it's hard every year. We're all always throwing dart, darts in a dark room. But um, fundamentally speaking, um, I think that you have every reason in the world to go lower. Um, then you flip around on the other side of it. You realize the size of deficit spending we're looking at 2.1 trillion. When you're running deficits that are six to 8% of the entire size of your economy, it makes it hard to go into recession. It, it just does. Um, so, so the other thing is, is I think the fed needs to talk. This is the other funny thing, man. A year and a half ago, when we were saying the fed needs to pick a course, so they're going to end up boxed into a corner. We, we literally were saying at that time too, the other thing is, is they're going to have they're going to be forced to make hard choices in an election year, which they don't want to do. And and it just to watch them walk right into this and to be in that position a year and a half later is just mind boggling. But bottom bottom line is this: if 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 they try to stay accommodative, I, I think they can hold things in. I'm just looking at an economy here, and I'm looking at a backdrop, monetary policy, debt, fiscal constraints, all that kind of stuff. I just have a really hard time seeing the market go anywhere meaningfully higher this year. Um, I think that I have a very hard time seeing it going really meaningfully lower this year. Now, there are a bunch of different things cooking geopolitically that could change that in a very quick period of time, right? Like instantly that could make, you know, markets cascade lower. Um, you know, that's the other thing that is concerning about this market. Th this market tells you everything is perfect, right? You look at the backdrop, the economic backdrop, and it, the picture could not be more opposite than that. So when you're looking at that kind of situation, you got to realize that, man, you know, really anything could blow this house of cards over. 
Having said that, the Fed is standing there with, you know, unlimited amounts of money to throw at the problem if it were to get out of control. So, look, I think if you take a look back, take a couple steps back, I think the market is is flat and trading in a range for the last two years. Um, I think by the end of this year, we'll probably be saying the same thing. And Very interesting, that, man. I'm telling you, it's a trip. Yeah. It is. I, it's I, wild, man. I, I, that's the, it's the beauty. It's going to be a wild ride, and that's why everybody needs to hang out with you. Uh, tell everybody how they can reach you. Tell everybody what you're doing next week. Yeah, so ne- next week, 25th, uh, 3.30 in the afternoon, I believe, Pacific Standard Time. We're doing a, another one of our virtual roadshows and started doing these uh, once every quarter. Just as a way for people to, you know, in a, in a, in a, to, uh, not a real hard commitment way to kind of feel us out, hear, you know, what we do, what our beliefs are, how we actually manage the portfolios. You know, in, in the presentation, we go through, you know, basically a soup to nuts presentation of who we are, what we do, how we do it, how it's worked, and what it costs, right? So at the end of that 45 minute presentation, you're going to know everything you need to know about how we do things and whether it's a fit for you. And if you want to explore that further, you can give us a call and and after the presentation and we'll, you can talk to me or one of our advisors. If you don't, then, you know, tip the cap, wish you all the best. We're not going to call you. We're not going to bug you. Um, Yeah. Just a way to kind of kick the tires with, with zero commitment and zero cost. So you can go to our website, bulwarkcapitalmanagement.com, sign up for that seminar next week, and then do the 45 minute presentation, a Q and a session afterwards. People can ask me anything from stock tips to economic things or whatever. And yeah. Um, yeah. Free of charge. And, and uh, yeah, like I said, it's a good way to kick the tires with no commitment. I love it, brother. I love it. Zach Abraham, chief investment officer, board capital. Appreciate you coming on today. And we'll talk to you next week. All right, boys. Thanks for having me fun. And we'll see you next week. Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer right there at Bulwark Capital Management. You can check him out at knowyourriskradio.com. That's K-N-O-W, yourriskradio.com. Investment advisory services offered through Trek Financial, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Omaha Steaks, best steaks around. Get your Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. We had steaks last night. Delicious. You're welcome, world. Get your Omaha Steaks. 50% off site-wide. Absolutely amazing deals going on at Omaha Steaks. And you guys know how I feel about Omaha Steaks. I've, I've, I've eaten them for years. Uh, long before they were a client, uh, I just absolutely dined upon them. And when they became a client, it was like the most amazing things. And right now, Omaha Steaks has a deal for you that is incredible. Okay, I want you to go to omahasteaks.com. Always remember when you go there to use my code Benson. Now, what are you getting? That's what you're asking yourself. But let me tell you what you're getting with Omaha Steaks. First of all, 100% unconditional money back guarantee. Opportunities to make memories. And when you go to omahasteaks.com slash Benson, you're going to get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free boneless pork chops with your order. You guys know how I feel about the pork chops. Perfection, incredible, a leaner, bolder, steakhouse-style experience when you go to Omaha Steaks, when it comes to the top sirloin, when it comes to the fillets, it's incredible. Plus, not only are you going to love every bite, you're going to get four free pork chops and four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts with your qualifying order. Five generations of family-owned Absolutely incredible, all backed by an unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. They're not just steaks. It's the best steak of your life. Every bite is guaranteed to perfection. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code Benson now. omahasteaks.com, code Benson. It's the Omaha Steaks guarantee. You're going to love every bite. And for a limited time, go to omahasteaks.com uh, slash Benson. Get four free boneless chicken breasts 
and four free boneless pork chops with your order. OmahaSteaks.com slash Benson. Minimum purchase may apply. OmahaSteaks.com slash Benson. We'll wrap it up straight ahead. What, what? Chad Benson Show. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who were breaking U.S. law. And I have the exclusive audio for all this and more. Subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. You stink like fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Ruben! What? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it. Some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Have you ever watched HGTV? <laughs> Real estate agents have to deal with the dumbest people in the world making the biggest decisions of their lives. Every episode of HGTV is like, Craig and Stasia are looking for a two-story A-frame that's near Craig's job in the downtown, but also satisfies Stasia's need to be near the beach, which is nowhere near Craig's job. With three children and nine on the way, and a max budget of $7, Let's see what Lori Joe can do on this week's episode of You Don't Deserve a Beach House. <laughs> John Mulaney there, Friday Funnies. He's great. If you've never seen him, he is uh, it's an interesting character. He's had some serious troubles with uh, uh, addiction, uh, and he's brilliant. He's funny, and we've been listening to him throughout the day. And if you have a chance when he's, in, he's on tour, which is pretty much always, to, to go see him, you should. But uh, he's very open and honest about his, if you've heard, because we played some of it, about his issues that he's had in the past. But that is so true about HGTV. <laughs> you ever wondered, it's like, why is it my house better? <laughs> you watch that and you're like, this guy, what? He's a, he, he, he's a seahorse captain. She's a stay-at-home mom that makes jewelry <laughs> and sells it on, on, on the eBay. And they got a budget of $1.8 Are you kidding me? crazy speaking of homes home is where the head is sure enough dateline was really happening in my front yard across the road officers and investigators swarmed the quiet street of pinion avenue after making a gruesome discovery a neighbor on pinion tells me a mother and son lived together in the house across from her after losing the father bradley david eimer to cardiac arrest and covid back in 2021 but last friday the two took the final haul of their wanted belongings and moved out leaving a heap of things in their yard and selling the house the same day and it was a deep freezer in the garage on top of it i guess there was a bunch of just animal meat. They were cleaning it out to pack it up and there was a black bag and they opened the bag and a head, human head fell out. Wait, what? First of all, it's very interesting. Hey, we're moving. Really? Yeah. Who wants to buy the house? You do? Okay, hold on. We're going to take our stuff and go. Here's your house. Feels kind of odd that they did it that way. Secondly, what? Did you say a head in a bag? Yeah, head in a bag. Authorities have confirmed it was a human head. 
The neighbor I spoke to told me she only knows of the head being found, but she did see several other bags being carried out that night. It is still undetermined if any other body parts have been recovered. We want to make sure that someone doesn't find out that their their loved one has passed away through rumors and innuendo. What I can say is that we believe it's isolated. We believe that there's no threat to the community. I don't feel any less safe. I mean, I still feel comfortable in my house. I lock my doors normally. At this time, the identity of the deceased has not yet been released. Crazy. Anthony Simmons' story goes, would you live there? I'm like, uh, how much was the house? What's it worth? What was dad up to before he died? Oh, that's a good question. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I want to do an HGTV show where we renovate a haunted house. See how that goes. I think that'd be fun. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Chaotic, disastrous, tragedy, failure. Best way to describe what took place in Uvalde. The report is out and everything we thought, yeah, it was true and much worse. We're taking this review at the request of the then mayor to assess the law enforcement response to the shooting and to provide guidance Moving forward, the department's review concluded that a series of major failures, failures in leadership, in tactics, in communications, in training, and in preparedness, were made by law enforcement lawyers and others responding to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary. That's what it was. The mass shooting at Robb Elementary. It was not a hostage situation. It was not a barricade situation. And we'll get to that in a second. It was a mass shooting, and the failure started the minute the phone rang from 911 operator. And from there, the domino effect started to happen. And every domino was bigger than the next domino that was bigger than the next domino was the biggest. And no, wait, the next domino is the biggest. It was awful. Everybody deserved better, especially those kids, those parents, those terrified teachers. Everybody deserved better. As a result, 33 students and three of their teachers, many of whom have been shot, were trapped in a room with an active shooter for over an hour as law enforcement officials remained outside. And I told the families gathered last night what I hope is clear among the hundreds of pages and thousands of details in this report. Their loved ones deserve better. The law enforcement response at Robb Elementary School on May 24, 2022, and in the hours and days after, was a failure that should not have happened. You think? It started with Chief uh, Erdondo, who believed that it was a barricade situation. Like a hostage situation? I'm just trying to figure, a barricade as in what? Curious. I think everybody has the right to know. Because you failed. You failed. That's on you. 
Chaotic is the way that it's been described. It was so chaotic, police vehicles were blocking emergency vehicles from even getting to the scene. It was so chaotic that arriving police personnel had no situational awareness. Many of them thought that the shooter was dead. Some of them thought that they were in active negotiations. And the strategy initially was to look for keys as a way to get into the room as opposed to confronting the shooter, which has been the standard operating procedure since Columbine. Since Columbine, the procedure has been this. There is a shooter over there shooting children, shooting anybody active. What do you do? Anyone? You over there, what do you do? Wait outside. No, no, no. You over there, what do we do? I'm with him. I think we wait outside. Uh, You over there, what do we do? I'm going to go out on limb here and say we charge into it because that's our job. You're right. Now, let's, let's, let's be honest here. The shooter will always have the upper hand based on time because they know exactly what they're going to do. So from the time the 911 calls in to the time that the police respond, even if it's only two or three minutes, that shooter is already, and in many cases, they don't last much longer than a couple minutes. So that is going to be something that you're going to always have to contend with. I said earlier, it's not the minority report where you get a flash forward a minute in time and see what this person is going to do and then try to get this isn't that they will always have the upper hand because they're the SOBs that are going to do the horror and slaughter of people. But it didn't even start out as an active shooter. It started out as I think someone's taking somebody hostage. And the cops are like, we'll get on it. A town where most, a uh, vast majority of people speak Spanish. There was no Spanish-speaking interpreters in certain areas. Uh, I'm going to just break it down to you. The, the, the insanity. How they told the parents was awful. And I, telling anybody that their children have been killed in a mass shooting. It's slaughtered by an insane, evil SOB. It's never easy. But they failed. They lied in some cases, said their kids were alive because they didn't want to answer the question. And in other cases, they said they were dead when in fact they were alive. But the failure started at the 911 call when the police arrived. He didn't do anything. His little walkie-talkies didn't even work. He was the one. Then you had a, a, another sheriff and a constable and somebody. All of a sudden, you've got a bunch of, of what? Chiefs. And everybody's looking around going, well, what do we do? We don't have the keys for the room. Well, then let's stop. They don't have the key. They don't have the keys. We're not getting in. That was one of their things. Well, we figured it was locked. By the way, it wasn't locked. It goes on and on. You go in. That's what you do. You go in. Some cops, remember, tried to go in. And what did that, what happened? Other cops stopped them, sent one of them home. His wife 
was shot and she was in the building. She was a teacher. And they took him. Parents wanted to go in. No. Why? Because they thought it was a barricade situation. Then to top it off, once the only people that got a thumbs up at a boy, Bortak, those are the men and uh, who are the SWAT team for the Border Patrol. And they got there and went straight into action. They Because they, they, they weren't listening to any of the, the ding-dongs, right? Barney Fife and them had no play in this at that point in time. They went directly in, and then they put him down. So this is when, who's alive? Who's dead? What do we do? You know, that's when more chaos comes in a different way. Because now you got to figure out, okay, who, who, who's going to be saved? Who has a chance of being saved? The cops had blocked everything up. Emergency medical technicians and the paramedics, they couldn't even get in. Then they moved some of the people to buses. And they couldn't. F- it, it was a disaster. A disaster. A failure of failures. They all deserved better. And all of them pointed fingers at each other. You should do it. No, you should be the leader. You should be the leader. It's not a big place. It's not. And some of the parents talked about, they see these cops around town every day. I mean, how they just didn't disband everybody and how everybody didn't go, you know what? We need to move. It is, it is, it is a tragedy. And this report pointed out everything that they did wrong And wow, it was worse than you even thought. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. We're going to get some funding for the government, so do not panic. We have the majority in one half of the legislative branch. When will that begin to account for something? When will that begin to matter for something? When you have the majority... In one branch or one house of one branch, shouldn't you get half of what your policy priorities are? Well, I think so. I mean, you would like to think so. The problem is, is are you at a point now where you've painted yourself into a corner where you've got a group of people who want Johnson potentially gone already uh, because they're not getting 100 percent of what they want? Spoke to thousands of Americans. Not one of them. Not one American said, please, Congressman Roy, add more money to the debt. Yeah, nobody wants to add any more money to the debt. Do you? I don't. Even today. Flipping around on watching, you know, all the TVs, just checking out, seeing what's going on, just preparing for the show. Morning Joe. Talking about the fact that, look, this, this debt, this deficit we have that we're running at, this issue that we have, this is bad. And we can't, you know, we're, we're borrowing way too much. We're spending way too much. That debt is coming due, and let's not even look at rates. Let's not even look at what we're paying for our interest on this. We have to get this spending under control. Because every quarter you'll see, well, the government brought in more money than we've ever brought in before. And then we're like, well, we're spending more money than we've ever spent before. And it's not, it's not, that's not good. Can't run your life that way. Trust me. I know. Who has it in the past spent more than they make. I think a lot of us have, and you know that doesn't always work out well. 
We're going to start get those bank fees sued because we're going to start bouncing checks. They're going to pay it. Take that 35 bucks from us. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Speaking of money, Board Capital, next Wednesday, 3.30 Pacific, our buddy Zach Abraham is going to have a look ahead 2024 when it comes to your investment and why risk management has never been more important than it is right now. How confident are you that your portfolio is set up to withstand what may be coming? That's what they're all about. With this live webinar, it's free. You're going to be able to ask all kinds of questions. They're going to show you what it is that they do about risk management, active management, how they don't take away your upside potential, but they do do everything they can to mitigate the downside, which is what you want. It is awesome. They're going to show you their risk management strategy, their active management their portfolios, how they protect your retirement, what they've done in the past, and where they think the future is going to take us when it comes to the market. To learn more and sign up free for your live webinar, go to knowyourriskradio.com. Remember, space is limited. Fills up fast. Go to knowyourriskradio.com. K-N-O-W, yourriskradio.com. Investment advisory services offered through Trek Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Investments involve risk and are not a guarantee. Past performance does not guarantee future results. It's the Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Chopper in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Bringing that crash, that plenty of Russian lesser bands, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? find out what's trending on the old interwebs shall we start with yahoo today melania trump mother passed away uh funerals yesterday nfl playoff schedule the lakers russia ukraine war iran missile attack kate middleton and her surgery uh chicago fire now that could be the soccer team or the television show sean barber hunter biden and the new york yankees that is on yahoo Head over to Twitter, Indiana Jones, Okada, Indiana Jones, it's a trending with Wolfenstein, but Okada, wrestling, Uvalde, number one trending thing in the political world today, obviously after yesterday's scathing report, we've been talking about it all day today, abject failure, best way to describe that. It started at the 911 call, and then the dominoes kept uh, falling kept falling. Baron, as in Baron Trump, because there's a picture of him standing next to his dad. And uh, Trump's a big dude, about 6'3". And uh, Baron's about 12, 14 feet tall. I don't know how big he is. He's huge. He's ginormous. Davos trending. Syphilis, Don. Yes, we've talked about that. Syphilis, my goodness. Ukraine trending, as well as uh, Sean Strickland. He's the MMA fighter. Who I, I, I was going to play it, but it's like, I don't have four hours to beep every F word, he says. But he goes after, uh, I think it's a Canadian reporter, over things he said in the past about the trans community. And uh, just tears him a new one. It's actually quite entertaining, because this guy's looking... He, he gave the guy exactly what he wanted, and he also got exactly what he wanted. Because he got a lot of people talking about 
him, Statue of Liberty, Jamie Dimon, all trending today over on the Twitter. Now let's head over to Google. Real Madrid. Atletico Madrid. What a game yesterday. I'm glad I didn't watch the last 30 minutes. I didn't know there was an extra 30 minutes. I didn't. It was a soccer game. Number one trending thing yesterday. Lakers. Wizards of Waverly Place. Uvalde shooting. All trending today. As well as... Scott Peterson. Scott Peterson. We've talked about it today. I remember it. The case and uh, his wife Lacey and their unborn child. The L.A. Innocence Project has taken the case up. He's been in jail for, what, 20-some years? Almost 30 years? And so they've decided to take it up, and it's very interesting. Uh, when they take it up, they tend to, you know... There tends to be something there that they're looking at. Plus, they want something high profile because that helps them with all the other cases. If you if you if you bust a big case like the L.A. Innocent Projects, let's say they go in and it turns out that Scott Peterson didn't do it. So let's say that happens. That brings a lot of attention to them because there's most of the cases that they look into, there's not a lot going on as far as fame, as far as notoriety, infamy, stuff like that. Y- you need the big case so you can have the opportunity to fund all the other things you're looking for. And we've talked about that today. It's, it, it's fascinating that they would take it up. And you've had a couple people, some of the jurors say, I'm glad they've taken it up. That's interesting. Very much so interesting. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, a lot of the other stuff. Still some more stuff up. We'll talk a little bit more about the Scott Peterson case. More on Uvalde. And that, what an absolute nightmare. We've got a little sound salad coming up as well, if you don't know what sound salad is. Uh, all the stuff we didn't get to this week. A lot of stories, a lot of sound we just didn't have time to get to. Well, guess what? We're going to play it all. Just kind of go through it really quick because there was tons of stories. I mean, look, I'm only one man. I'm only one white, cis, heteronormative man. There's only so much I can get to, people. If you missed any of the show, grab the podcast. It is The Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Big primary day on Tuesday. New Hampshire will speak. Nikki Haley, can she win? I saw Chris Matthews say, oh, I think it's going to be a big upset here. I don't. I think she is going to lose by double digits and then watch the uh, the people on the left freak out. Like, why is Trump still winning? One of your biggest role models is Joan Jett. Oh. For all the college kids here who might not know who that is. Uh, I love was, rock and roll. They yeah, all know a, what that is. Joan Jett was a huge rock star in the 1980s. Huge. What is it about Joan Jett that you admire? What I love about her is she was one of the first rockers. And the industry didn't like the way she looked, the way she acted. They didn't look at the talent. 
They just automatically pushed her aside and she never gave up. No matter how much they discounted her, she continued to go forward. She just was a badass. I love every <laughs> bit of that. I do. Yeah, she's probably going to hear that you like her and uh, probably think, well, I disavow Nikki Haley. Just sad because that's the world we've gotten into in the political world. Uh I think Trump wins. I think he I think he kind of, you know, boat races, as the kids would say, uh, Nikki. I think it's going to surprise. Look, would I like to see it be competitive? I enjoy good competition, but I also look at the big picture. She's down 20 points, 20 points in her own state. Ron DeSantis, what are you doing? As for DeSantis, he openly admitted his campaign strategy is to try to hold on until South Carolina, hoping that Nikki Haley drops out of the race and then this becomes a one-on-one matchup between DeSantis and Trump. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not. He is sticking around as long as he can to raise as much money as he can so that that doesn't follow him everywhere, the debt that they have. Uh, I think it's been the worst return on vote in history. So you know what return on investment is? ROI. ROV is return on vote. Return on delegate. It, he has spent gabillions of dollars. And for Nikki Haley, who is, again, hoping, praying, thinking she's got a chance. He says if you're the nominee, then Republicans are not only going to lose the White House, but they're going to lose races up and down the ballot. Your response. I mean, Trump says things. Americans aren't stupid to just believe what he says. The reality is, who lost the House for us? Who lost the Senate? Who lost the White House? Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. But he still leads you in your own state by 20. And your biggest donor has said, we're going to hold off until Tuesday night. And if you don't win, chances are money dries up. Money dries up. That's not good. That's not a good thing. There's a very good chance it could happen. The money could dry up. That money dries up. It's, you know, what have I said? Polls matter kind of, sort of. But the most thing that matters of, 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 of the, especially early is money. Trump's not spending much. If anything, he doesn't need to. First of all, he's a former president, somewhat of an incumbent. And the name recognition, well, he doesn't have to worry about that. The money that he is pouring in is very little comparatively to her and him. He doesn't need it. One of the reasons he goes through these trials, it's a great way to play a victim. Oh, look what they're doing to me. Oh, God. Oh, oh, why have you forsaken me? I mean, he just go. he plays it so well, doesn't he? I think he tried to get thrown out of court the other day in that E.G. Carroll case. And by the way, she's a nut. Allegedly. I don't want to get sued by her. She likes to sue. So it's, she, go, all I have to say is, and I know most people can't, right? Just, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not saying, I, I had no idea I wasn't there, right? You know, I don't know what happened in that dressing room, uh, you know, low those years ago. Would I put it past Trump? No, probably not. But I don't know. I wasn't there. But I will say this. Just if you can for a moment have an open mind and say, I'm just going to come at this just to see what's going on. Go watch her interview with Anderson Cooper. <laughs> and you'll think to yourself, I think Trump's getting screwed. This lady's a whack job. Trump, though, I think wins. I think she he wins by 
10, 12. And if he does, then everybody's going to be, you know, hair on fire, freaking out, losing their freaking minds. Oh, my God, you can hear more stuff like this. You would have a United States of America that would be unrecognizable to us. That would be one that you'd see more uh, in Putin's Russia as opposed to the United States that we've come to all know and love. And this is really what this is about. This question is about whether or not our democracy will endure, whether or not our democracy um, will survive. They have put the interests of one man, Trump, and the views that they have uh, that support that one man above everything else. Above everything else. They'll, they, you know who they are. You people. You, you people. You know, they are happy with or comfortable with See, the yeah. notion of autocracy, um, of dictatorship, as opposed to um, democracy. And people say, wait a minute, now Holder's overstating the case. That is not, this is not an overstatement. You have to take them at their word and look at what it is they are proposing and the impact of the policies that they are, they would try to put in place. Uh, American democracy um, could end with the election of, of Donald Trump. And nobody ever asked the question that needs to be asked. How? How does it end? Explain it to me. Just break it down for me. Explain to me how it ends. So he goes to the military, takes complete control over the military, therefore tearing up the Constitution, writing a new Constitution of which nobody gets to vote for. They make up his own Constitution. Stripping the rights of everybody, making sure there's never a vote again, installing himself as dictator, as king, as whatever, and that everybody, even MAGA Republicans, are like totally fine with that because they only follow him because they think he's Jesus. Are there some wackadoos? Small, small percentage of people. And I'm talking tiny, like itty bitty who look at them as some sort of second coming. Most of them look at him and say, I like what he does for me. But he's mean. I don't care. You think he's mean. But you're always insulted by everything. You've made him out to be evil. You think he's all of these things. I like what he do. He does for me. I like what he did for the economy. I like what he did for the border. You, you think he's evil and bad. Piers Morgan last night. I remember after 2016, I was in New York and Trump won and it was like a ghost town. Like everyone was in sort of anaphylactic shock. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I went to the New York Knicks the next, next night with my son. And by chance, Chris Rock was at a next door table and we got talking. And I said, what do you make of the election? He said, oh, it's whatever, whatever. And then I said, why, why do you think Trump won and Hillary lost? He went, you know why? He said, because if someone's killed eight people, don't go around constantly saying he's killed nine. Mm. I thought it was a very smart observation. In other words, as we would say in England, don't over-egg the souffle. Mm. You don't need to. There's enough stuff you can go out with Trump, which is completely legitimate and accurate, and that's fine. But for eight years now, there's been this constant barrage of wild over-exaggeration, whether it's the Russian collusion, whether it's the knees of the new Hitler, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Cried wolf. You made a wolf to be even bigger than it was. 
And in doing so, people now no longer believe you. So even when something happens that is legitimate, you've lied so many times, you've overstated so many things, you've now got to the point where you blame everybody who doesn't believe the same thing you believe as wanting to be just like Trump, and now you've demonized 80 million people. And I was really impressed by Jamie Dimon. I thought it was a really smart take to remind people that not only are they not crazy, a lot of Trump supporters, but they have legitimate reasons to think that Trump would do a better job than Joe Biden running the country. And he listed a number of things that Trump achieved last time. And, you know, this took me back to what Hillary Clinton said about the bastard deplorables. Mm -hmm. Right. If you start branding all Trump supporters, 80 million Americans as deplorable or crazy, it's going to come back and bite you. And I think they are raging hysterically and with wild exaggeration right into Trump's hands. 100%. Jamie Dimon came out and said, you keep telling your fellow Americans how horrible they are, they're going to start pushing back, and they're going to continue to push back. You keep telling them how stupid they are, how ridiculous they are, how they're part of the problem, and then you wonder why they're not seeing anything from your side don't be shocked 323-538-2423 at chad benson show it's your twitter your instagram some nfl picks this week as we wrap up the show straight ahead i've got your winners so get ready for that may want to wager a little bit or maybe don't i wouldn't but i'm just saying maybe but probably not rough greens ruffgreens.com slash chad vitamins minerals probiotics omega 369 all of this incredible stuff power packed into an amazing supplement that you give your dog in between breaks here i went out saw my dog doodle gave him a pet still alive still bouncing around he and i up extra early in the morning every single day i love the fact that doodle is he's my dude and i love him i love him to death Thank you, Rough Greens. The vitamins, the minerals, the probiotics that has really helped extend his life. But on top of that thing, it has helped with his joint pain in his hips, especially. It's been a true lifesaver for him. Try a bag for free today from Rough Greens. Call 888-90-MY-DOG. You cover the cost of shipping. They send it to you free. 888-90-MY-DOG. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Let's wrap it up straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. Well, I wrote a joke for this award show that had the word midget in it. And someone from the network came down to our offices and he said, no, midget is as bad as the N-word. First off, no. <laughs> Do you know how I know it's not, I said to him, is because we're saying the word midget and we're not even saying what the N-word is. If you're comparing the badness of two words and you won't even say one of them, that's the worst word. John Mulaney, Friday Fundy's right there. That is so true. <laughs> We've said midget on the show. He said the N word. No. That's the worst word. See what we're doing there? I like it. Fantastic. If you have a chance to see him, go see him live. Uh, great. It was on Saturday Night Live. Dude is just really funny, very honest about his life, and and takes into all of his failures in life, including his, his issues with drugs. And and I think he's just he's he's great. He's great on stage. Very casual, different character for sure. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. This may be the best weekend in sports when it comes to the NFL. 
The divisional rounds start now. And I am so excited to see these games. We got two tomorrow, two on Sunday. We start tomorrow with the Ravens and the Texans. And when you're talking the Ravens, oh, kids, you're talking about Lamar. Preparing practice, you know, treating practices like we prepare for a game. Um, And that's pretty much what we did last week. And then just to follow up for this week. Yeah, that's what you got to do, right, Lamar? So if you're the Texans, first of all, you weren't supposed to be here. You were awful. You were so awful, you got to pick really early in the draft. And you took a guy by the name of C.J. Stroud, and that changed the entire trajectory of your franchise. So you got a guy that is a freak, amazing, incredible. You're in the playoffs a year after sucking. And the year before that, sucking. And now you're there. You're in the playoffs. You're ready to roll. This is it. You're playing Lamar. How do you prepare for Lamar? Yeah, you can throw as many things at Lamar as you want to, but he finds a way to make plays. That's what makes him a special player. And no matter what type of looks you he's gotten on tape, right, he's made a ton of teams play pay because of just his playmaking ability, right? He's seen a lot, made a lot of plays, so it's going to be a challenge no matter what we present or what we throw at him. Yeah, it is. Texans have had a hell of a run. If you would have told them last year, you guys are going to be in the divisional round taking on the Ravens, they'd be like, shut up. Shut up. So, we, so we, yeah, not only that, you won a game, right? You got to host a game. Then you won the game. No, they would be stoked. They want to win. Ain't no doubt about that. But the Lamar, man, you can't. I love sports. You guys know that. I watch it. Like Lionel Messi in in his day, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, you, you hear players talk about, well, you know, we, we'll talk about how we're going to prepare for him. And then what happens? Well, then the game starts and everything goes out the window. Mike Tyson said it best. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. It's the same thing here. I think the Ravens win that one. Then tomorrow night. Oh, I'm excited about this one. The Packers. Hot. Take it on. 49ers. It's a well-balanced offense, and uh, you got you got to do something to kind of take them off their game somehow, some way, and that's going to be the, our challenge. Matt Lafleur there talking about what they've got to do. You know, you got Debo Samuel, right? Right. You've you, you've got you know uh, Christian McCaffrey. You've got Brock Purdy. You have got this just amazing offense. You start going down the wide receivers, of course. You got George Kittle in the tight end. It is, it's a nightmare for a team. They're the most balanced offense, and they're playing at home. You prepare off the film that you have, but man, just keep telling our guys. No, no matter what, I mean, we we clinched the one seed. It feels like a hundred days ago, um, but and you got all this time and everyone wants to talk about all this stuff that leads up to it. And there's a lot of stuff to think about, but it comes down to what you do in three and a half hours. Yeah. So tomorrow Ravens get by the Texans and the 49ers in a hell of a game. I think it's gonna be a bit high scoring get by the Packers. Then Sunday, the Buccaneers dude took a absolute gamble on himself. Baker Mayfield took a small contract, Said he's going to be the starter. You know, what is this, his four team in like two years? Goes from the Browns to the Panthers to the Rams to the Bucks. Bets on himself. 
They win the division. They win last week, beat the Eagles. Now they're taking on the Lions. And it's indoors, as we want to remind everybody, as that lady asked the other day. Uh, Todd Bowles, the head, how do you guys prepare for the cold weather? And they're like, you do realize we play indoors. Now, in fairness to her, uh, they f- the, the outfit that she works for fired all three of their NFL reporters. And she was like the, the entertainment reporter. She had no idea what the hell, uh, you know, so in fairness to her. No, still, that's not a good look. Uh, the Lions and the Bucks going to be a hell of a game. Bucks got an okay defense. I think the Lions are at home, though. They're in a dome. They got momentum. I think Goff and them get it done. Should be a fun game. We close out Sunday with the fighting Kansas City Swifts. No, Chiefs. Chiefs. Did I say Swifts? Against the Bills. And the Bills get a host that game. I will say, I... I the last three years they've played, and it only ever seems to be in Kansas City. Now the Bills have a chance. Cold weather, Chiefs playing cold weather. Snowy weather, Chiefs playing snowy weather. Bills Mafia, crazy fans. This game's going to be awesome, but I think the ride for the Chiefs comes to an end. I think the Bills win big. I think you have the Bills Ravens, Lions Niners, for the NFC AFC Championship. That's my prediction for the weekend. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Solid fun show. Love doing the shows as I do. Hope you guys enjoying as well. You guys can always reach out to me. You guys have a blessed weekend. We will do it again on Monday. As always, night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.